Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome everyone once again to the Mizi Wahid podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for being a subscriber. If you have not yet clicked on the follow button on Spotify, please do so. We also have an Instagram account called the Mizi Wahid podcast for you to see the latest updates and uh, the latest episodes. Alhamdulillah, um, I'm back with new episodes this year. Uh, I took a break for a while, as you would know, and I'm happy to be back. And this time around, we're covering stories from you know uh, real-life uh, individuals who have gone through all sorts of unique challenges and struggles. And I find that their stories are inspiring and that they deserve a platform uh, to be shared for more people to listen to them and to be inspired as well. So um, today I have a very special guest. His name is Mr. Muhammad Sharif Abdullah. Assalamualaikum, Cik Sharif. Waalaikumsalam. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for being here. So just now, Cik Sharif, when he stepped into my office, he saw outside the, one of the names of my companies is called Sharif Holdings. <laughs> it's like, you know, Sharif, my company. <laughs> so Sharif, uh, just to share with you the story, is that um, my late uh, paternal grandfather, his name is Sharif, and my wife's late uh, paternal grandfather is also Sharif. So uh, I thought that that was going to be meaningful. Lah. And also because my journey uh, in the religious studies was mainly inspired by my late grandfather. Dia dulu imam dekat Kaki Bukit. Okay. I don't know you dulu kampung sebelah mana, but the kawasan Kaki Bukit tu, Masjid Al-Kaf, kampung Melayu dia tu. So he was the imam there. And I think my parents were inspired by that and w- wanted to have their child go through that path. So that's that's the story. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Sharif, now um, we really want to hear more about you and your amazing story. Um, let me just introduce you to everyone briefly okay. Okay, before we get straight to it. You are uh, a para-athlete and you are a Singapore blade runner. You are now uh, 53 years young. Okay. And you've run, mashaAllah, 29 full marathons. Saya half marathon pun belum lagi. Um, conquered five ultra marathons. I need you to explain what that is. And you've been giving motivational talks for many, many years. So, um, but, you know, all of this actually has a very, I don't know, to a certain extent, wilayah baca you punya sejarah, a bit heartbreaking juga, wilayah baca awal-awal, eh? uh, when you were a child and all of that. So, first of all, I just want to say welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Thank on the you Mizzou for the podcast. invitation. Alhamdulillah. Um, maybe sebagai permulaan, could you just share a little bit about how your life began? You know, from the moment you were born up until maybe your, you know, your teens, you know? Yeah. Okay. Can Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Um, life is like a marathon. Mm. <laughs> like 42.195. Well, I born 10 November 1968. Mm-hmm. When I'm born, uh, born without a left foot, mm. and my biological mother left me to hand it over me to another parents. Mm. Uh, probably, mungkin that period of time, uh, you know, 1960s plus, there's situation where susah untuk parents menjaga anak mm. dalam keadaan macam gini kan. So mm. I understand, and I stay together dengan my my biological father okay. my biological father is Eurasian okay. okay my mom actually is a, is a born muslim okay okay then we stay at 34 jalan hok chai but uh, kampung days is quite a bit tough because those days there's no uh, 
movement high, I mean no prostatic leg and so mm. on. Mm. So what I have to do when I was a three, four years old, I crawl around from one place to another and also had to have to hoop around. Lompat mm. eh, satu tempat ke satu tempat. Mm. Kadang-kadang jatuh and so on. But that is one issue. Another issue that I face is very sad that sometimes uh, the fear is in me walaupun I dah umur 53 sekarang mm. tapi masih fikirkan um, orang, orang pandangan orang terhadap mm. orang yang berkurang upaya. Mm. Uh, one of the challenge that happened to me was uh, orang ambil batu, they pick up stone, they threw at me and they spit at me. This was when? The kampung uh, that was in kampung days. Mm. So that was... It's painful. Yeah, it's very painful. I mean, I don't know why but when I now, when I grown up, after I become a motivational speaker, then I noticed that probably is because of the disability. When people look at someone with a, with a different challenge, mm-hmm. so they look different. Yeah. Mm. So life move on until 1975 uh, my father bought for me a prosthetic leg mm. the prosthetic leg looked like a cane design okay. and when i start to use that leg haha that's the different mashallah the different is that uh, people start to come the students around the kampung start to play with me because i i wondering at first why but the the the, the answers i got it is because i have a leg Mm. It looks like a same, mm-hmm. same, same yet but different. Yeah, unique. Yeah, use yeah, unique. Alhamdulillah, I attended my first uh, school. Um, that was a. Uh, How uh, old were you back then? Oh, that was, that was for about five or six years. So I can't remember around there lah. I attended um, Saint John's uh, Church Kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Then I attended a primary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosak Primary School and life is so on but the unique thing about about staying in the kampung is that always listening to this uh, my family my my foster parent actually is an Indian okay mm-hmm. Indian family and they like to switch on this uh, radio mm-hmm. that time they have the radio television Singapore and always I hear this Allah Akbar Allah Akbar I was a bit curious mm. because I, 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 I'm Eurasian mm-hmm. and I I asked my parents, uh, I mean my, my foster parents, what is Allah? Mm. What is the calling? Every mm. time this calling, I can hear in the subo, mm. I can hear in zor, <laughs> and so I'm a bit curious, but none of them cannot give me the answer. They only tell me it's a prayer or Muslim prayer. Mm. So I say, okay, well, let me find out more. But that period, there's no nothing hard to yeah, find. Yeah. So I just move on with my life. I mix around with a lot of Malay uh, uh, Muslim friends, kampung days, and... Uh, Alhamdulillah lah. In 1977, mm-hmm. my foster mom passed away. Mm. Then this was the Indian family. Yeah, Indian family. Then 1978, my biological f- uh, father passed away. Mm. Then what happened to me? Life is like a ball being kicking around from one place to another. Mm. Why? Because none of the relative of my uh, foster parents do not want to take care of me. Mm. Why? Because they, they said, Orang uh, cacat bawa musibah. So, I don't know why, but okay. I accepted the challenge. And back to 1980, while I was staying in one of the relative uh, house, then suddenly... Uh, someone come to my school and just look for me. Said, can I look for Peter's? My old name was Peter's Christopher. Can I look for Peter's Christopher? So I was, was went to this uh, principal office. Mm-hmm. 
And I saw a Malay lady standing there. And I know one of my relatives, I know my old relative. And he said, Peter, this is your mother. I was shocked and mm. I was um, couldn't believe that I'm a part of the family Islam, you know. Mm. It's like, it, it totally, eh, betul ke ni, ni ibu <laughs> saya ke, why suddenly like that and mm. so on. So after they dah ceritakan kisah-kisah, then I realized, oh, why the reason I've been moved. And I immediately... Was it really your mother? Or? Yeah, it's really oh, my mother. Okay. And they, my mother asked me a question. You want to stay on with your foster relative or you want to follow me? Mm. I said, I want to follow you. Mm. I don't know why. What made you so convinced even though, you know, your mom abandoned you technically? Yeah. But what made you like want to go back to her? Because of Islam. MashaAllah. Yes, because of Islam. You just felt a, conne- a connection. Yes, connection. Mm. I want I want to connect together with my mother and I want to connect more to know more about Islam. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to be exactly like my friend. Mm. Uh, my friend are Muslim, very Muslim <laughs> friends. And yes, 1980 went back to Kampong at Jalan uh, at Yangkit Village, and I got a stepfather. Mm. Okay, then I got uh, two other step sibling and of course sisters too, sir. Mm. So we reunion, and the again the question I asked my mother, when I so curious, because I see my two step uh, sibling attended kelas agama. Ah dia dia belajar apa? Um, belajar alif mengaji, mengaji ya, yeah. mengaji yes, mengaji. And I didn't have the opportunity. Mm. And I said no, I want to do, do that. <laughs> But they said no at the moment. Mm. So my name still nama orang putih. Mm-hmm. Then okay, then back to my life again. When I was in uh, Changkat Changi Primary School, I I I'm very happy and so on. I passed my examination. Sekali tiba-tiba uh, I was promoted to VITB. Okay, that yeah, VITB is a vocational school. Oh, okay, vocational school. Yeah. Okay. So I was very happy, but I have to make a choice. Why? Because either to continue my study or either to help my parents. Mm. Because my mother dia kat kampung, yalah dalam keadaan uh, walaupun susah that period of time, dia jual nasi lemak. Mm. Mm. Then I, I tengok my brother, my two of my sibling brother, they want tak, 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 I mean tak sekolah. Mm. So they suffering. So I told myself, okay, let's put back my school. I tak nak sekolah ni semua. Why not I go and help my parents? Were you uh, like what, 17? Uh, yes. Around so, that? Uh, no, that was about 14 years old. Wow, still yeah, young. Still young, yes. Then I sell nasi lemak at the kampung. Mm. And uh, around the kampung, people know about my condition. Mm. And very happily, people are always there. Supporting. They are supporting, really supporting. They bought. And and I told myself again, how long I want to go? It, it's just a sudden mindset, you know. Mm. It came to me and said, how long I want to sell nasi lemak? Mm. I must look for the future. Mm. To build for the future, I must guess myself mm. but again i ask when i look at my leg i telling myself alamak ini macam mana kalau tak ada kaki boleh dapat kerja ke tidak mm. okay, boleh dapat kerja boleh dapat boleh dapat isteri ke tidak mm. that kind of thing yeah. came to me no i'm sure that those things kept you worried yeah keep my worry and and i said no matter forget it and that is where my first time i went to changi golf club okay i went to changi golf club i apply kerja nak jadi golf caddy ah okay okay then uh, manager tu tanya Uh, Peter, um, you got any disability condition ke apa? Then I, the owner's lah, I cakap, ah, saya, I, I don't have one leg, but I can work and so on. 
but they don't want to accept me. Mm. So I feel very sad and so on. I feel the I remembering the days that when I was four five years old, orang macam pandang yeah. lima, look, look down and so on. But again, I tell myself, eh, I cakap dengan dia, I have to do something. Okay. Mungkin dengan berbohong diri, mungkin akan better. Mm. So what I did was, I pakai suar panjang. Mm. So I went to Changi Golf Club, Golf Club again. I met another manager. Manager dia tu accept me. Pasal dia tanya, hey, you got any physical disability? I cakap, tak ada. Mm. Dia tanya, kenapa jalan tempak? Oh, kerana saya main bola. <laughs> Saya hit gopos. <laughs> Bohong sunat lah. <laughs> Kerana kita nak hidup kan. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. The moment I get that job, I work for two years, dapat gaji pertama. Ya Allah. I tell you, Masya Allah. $12 a section. Mm. I get that money straight away balik rumah. I give to my parents. Cakap, Mak, ni duit $12 ni. Mm. Satu section ni. <laughs> okay lah. Duit kecil tapi nampak mm. berkat you know. Sure. Alhamdulillah. Then, again, I carry on with my life. So you stay there for two years. Yes. Yes. Two Did years. you eventually know that you your leg? I don't think so. They really? know. I think probably they know now. <laughs> yeah, they know now because <laughs> yeah. some of my when I run at Changi Golf Club, some of my uh, ex colleagues are still working there, I and see. they say, "Hey, kau lah dulu Peter. They always <laughs> like to call me Peter, Peter." <laughs> so uh, back to days, those days, I decided to leave the job because yeah. I want to think more. Mm. So that's where I I I could just buy a cleaner. I pergi Changi Port Terminal One. Get the experience from Terminal 1, Terminal 2, Terminal 3. Get experience. Then after that, uh, I tengok my friends semua, wah, semua dah berumah tangga. Semua ada matai. Hmm. I ni tak ada. <laughs> I tengok, I tengok macam mana. Ini kisah benar. Oh. I cakap, yeah. macam mana ya? I tak ada kaki. Orang layan ke? Tak ada. Ha. But actually, betul lah. Ni, ni, ni kisah benar yang I must thanks Allah. Ini kisah, I must really thanks Allah. Pasal satu hari tu, mm-hmm. that was 1989, mm-hmm. I pergi kat Padang tau. Padang tempat yang, yang tempat, uh, buat National Day Parade tu kan. Yeah, ha, I duduk sana. I cemburu tau. I cakap dengan Allah, Allah. I cemburu sebenarnya. Pasal tau, ramai sahabat-sahabat saya semua dah berumah tangga. Mm. Saya yang tak ada isteri ni. I want something, a wife, yang pakai tudung, yang soleha and so on. Please give me an door opportunity. Okay, then Allah may probably listen. Eh? Mm-hmm. Okay, just carry on with my life. Then after that, I masuk agama Islam. Mm. I masuk agama Islam. Officially tukar. Officially, uh, I tukar pasal none of them want to bring me into. Mm-hmm. Only friends that supported me. Mm-hmm. So I, I I I went to Darul Akam mm-hmm. uh, with two of my uh, my my. Uh, stepfather me kawan ni eh, uh, jadi saksi dan mengucap and attended the classes alhamdulillah uh, attended uh, the the ustaz I remember asking me awak masuk agama Islam uh, kerana nak berumah tangga ke apa tidak ustaz saya tak saya tak fikir tu saya nak masuk Islam kerana saya nak nak belajar hmm. tentang solat tapi solat dia problemnya masalah kaki hmm. ha, macam mana dia ustaz cakap pedulikan what is your own way buat hmm. kalau tak boleh duduk kat kerusi kalau tak boleh duduk kat kerusi baring pun boleh hmm. janji niat dengan Allah hmm. then I, I I I buat I tak suka duduk ah this one thing eh I tak suka duduk kat kerusi hmm. ah, I just buat normal but I know how to adjust my leg walaupun I tak boleh uh, kaki susah nak apa dia panggil nak, nak apa nak bengkok nak, ah, nak bengkok kan hmm. tapi I do my own shadow way as long I tak ganggu jemaah lain 
that period, that location and alhamdulillah it really works and so on mm. and i and in 1992 i i someone introduced me to this lady named rosana binti sharif oh sharif juga lah <laughs> okay and then after that um, alhamdulillah my father in law so named sharif nama mm. sharif ni sharif memang memang ada rezeki <laughs> 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 then alhamdulillah i i i have three beautiful children Uh, so I'm just curious. So when you 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 introduce your wife, your wife knew about your condition, right? And and were there any hesitation? Did she just accept you the way you were? Okay. When the first you time you had the anxiety, ta, okay. The first time hmm. I was a bit worried. Because what? Because when you go to Jurong, you might just go to Jurong, kan? You meet a friend, and I I I I takut. Because I cakap macam mana ni nak? Eh, kalau ni takkan nak cakap bohong ni nak life ni hidup ni. Tapi dia tak tahu tentang ni. Hmm. Dia tak tahu. So bila kat mana eh I, oh ya yeah, kat dalam bas double decker ah hmm. kita nak pergi beli barang hmm. I bawa dia keluar makan kan dia nak cakap dengan dia ah Rosana minta maaf eh I I she's elder she's uh, 10 tahun older lah I see I tell her I said uh, I want to tell you something some very important thing because this is for life hmm. and 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 sebenarnya I tak dekat dia hmm. pada muka dia dia tak ada macam Oh, hmm. itu semua tak ada tau. Then she, she said to me one thing, bukan kerana cacat, bukan kerana mah. Yang penting jangan tinggalkan solat. Hmm. Masya-Allah. Ah, that is what her advice. Hmm. She said you 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 tak kekurangan tak apa. Yang penting solat jangan tinggalkan. Hmm. Ah, just follow whatever. Itu yang satu wah, I mean I'm I'm very happy lah. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. beautiful. I got three grown-up children. Mm. The eldest is 29 years old, Noratika. Mm-hmm. Then I got my second daughter, Nor Anissa. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, uh, both of them married. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my 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 second eldest daughter. Uh, I, my son-in-law is a Ustad. Mm. Uh, so I went to Syria and went to Yemen and study. Alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. And my younger daughter just celebrated a 22 years old birthday. Mm. Uh, so, so all girls, eh? all girls. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful story. So, uh, Mr. Sharif, I mean, I'm really inspired by all of that. You went through a lot of hardship, you know, bullying people, labeling you, giving you names, and all of that. Um, but you know, the reality is that kita semua pun mungkin lalui uh, cemohan dan you know orang pandang kita rendah. Mungkin bukan sebab yang sama, but for other reasons too. But you. Had something much much greater that you had to deal with, kan? Apakah nasihat you untuk para pendengar, eh? Macam when when orang kata kita apa yang boleh bantu kita untuk kuatkan dan tabahkan hati untuk teruskan hidup lah and stay positive, you know? Because it's so difficult. Yes. Because dia akan bermain dalam fikiran, Betul. you know? Label orang ni semua. So what's your advice for that? Okay, my advice is simple. Actually, life is like a marathon. Life is like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Kang kedang dia naik atas, kemudian turun bawah. Memang setiap orang memang will be faced. Uh, walaupun disabled ke tidak pun akan face the same situation. Mm-hmm. But kita kena tanya pada diri kita, not outside people. Outside people mm-hmm. will tell you. You have to change Sharif, mm. but it's us, it's our diri sendiri kata. Kalau kalau kita cakap, kita kita selalu akan cakap macam ini. Apa dah buat nasib macam gini. 
nasi dah bubur dah macam you cannot put that kalau you put that you will not change hmm. you will keep on problem the, you always say saya ada problem besok you jumpa you cakap oh saya ada problem usa problem-problem tak akan hilang kerana kita tidak berubahkan diri kita hmm. did not take action hmm. so my advice for people take action walaupun action dia susah hmm. tapi kita ambil dengan step by step one step at a time and hmm. also just remember eh um, kita learn the journey the past hmm. Masa lalu yang 5 tahun sudah habis, mm-hmm. 10 tahun dah habis walaupun sekarang kita berumur dalam 53, 50 tahun yang lepas sudah basi. Mm-hmm. Tapi kita belajar, kita ambil daripada uh, kesilapan, kelemahan yang ada pada di, di, uh, dahulu tu, we make progress ourselves. Okay, kita akan katakan this one. Kita kena set up our intention. Selalu intention, niat tu penting. Kita cakap, okay, dalam 1 tahun, apa perubahan yang saya akan buat in 2 years time what i'm going to achieve my goal in 5 mm. years time what i'm going to achieve my goal mm. so with that inshallah it can help mm. but of course there are also outside good friends you can talk to them That's important right yes important mm. uh, hubungan yang rapat mm. i know when you have a, cha- a facing of a challenge i know everybody facing a challenge because i i talk to person with uh, having a depression mm. i talk to person who who's going to amputate their leg mm. and i have talked to person a lot of person have been talking and uh, yellow i'm a part of yellow ribbon project yellow ribbon, yeah. ambassador and kadang-kadang eh, kita jumpa orang kita dengar kita sedih yeah. nah, kita tanya dengan orang satu soalan take up the challenge i mean learn daripada tu make a move you have mm. to move on mm. alhamdulillah uh, some of my uh, students alhamdulillah they they managed to overcome and they they come to me and they they check up uh abang sharif i i i accepted your your challenge, challenge mm. and alhamdulillah now walaupun tak ada kaki ada ada dari sri sekarang <laughs> yes mm. dulu tak nak potong kaki tau pasal okay. dia ada jam kuman yeah. jangkitan then i met another one uh, abang sharif i'm now a businessman mm. masyaallah masyaallah then i see uh, then another one more i met uh kerana mak dia degil tak nak dah dapat kaki prosthesis leg tak nak pakai kaki prosthesis dah duduk kat kerusi kerusi ruda hmm. so akan membuat dia kelemahan akan tak rasa tak exercise hmm. one hmm. tapi sekarang berubah diri pergi kat luar dengan kaki prosthetik berjalan hmm. uh, so awesome. this are the thing that uh, good uh, uh, comments yeah, from I mean friends. these are these are great stories because they actually took up your challenge yeah. and they changed their life But your point still is kita kalau nak ubah kita kena mula dari diri kita sendiri yes. lah. I mean as much as orang lain boleh bantu, jorong boleh beri nasihat, beri kita semangat. At the end of the day kita kena buat pilihan tu sendiri. Right? Yes, correct. Alright, so Jai Sharif, can I ask you a bit about your leg? Ah, yes. Um, so you you were born without a leg, you said. But is it from ankle down or from knee down or how how is it oh, like? And is there a name for this? Okay. Uh, it's below knee. Okay, be uh, above knees those people above the knee amputation okay. or maybe born like that but mm. me is uh, below knee okay. uh, dia tak ada tapak kaki okay uh, dia tak ada tapak kaki based on when kita cakap eh below knee and uh, and above knee 
yang beliau ni nampaknya kemudahan ada mm-hmm. is much easier because uh, sedang dibikin kaki mm-hmm. and also sedang untuk berjalan mm-hmm. tapi yang above ni tu dia kan a bit challenge mm-hmm. uh, tapi dia not giving up orang pun above ni pakai kaki pun ada dia yang berlari uh, uh. Mm-hmm. yes and then that, that's really interesting and then oh dia dia, dia panggil nama dia stam stam eh? stam yeah, stam And then, how did you become a para-athlete? Eh? <laughs> Macam marathons and so many. What made you want to do all these things? <laughs> okay. So, your story tadi, you stopped dekat, you became a cleaner and then you kahwin. Okay. Yeah. So, at which point you became a para-athlete? Okay, actually, ini kisah dululah ni. I, 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 kecil-kecil ni, I suka. I, pasal orang pandangnya rendah kan. Hmm. Aku tu, I get fed up. I get fed up. I cakap, I nak jadi famous lah. I nak jadi, ya betul lah. I cakap, I nak jadi famous lah. Hmm. I nak jadi orang... Dalam kat dunia semua orang kenal saya hmm. uh, Tak tahu macam boleh jadi milenar ke Artis ke apa yeah. Jadi niat tu I set up Sekali back to 19 um, In the year 2000 Okay back to the year 2008 While I was working as a site security specialist uh, Walaupun tak ada kaki I'm a bodyguard hmm. I'm a qualified bodyguard I have hmm. certificates and so on And uh, Alhamdulillah I, be, I protected some VIPs Top VIPs wow. in the world Yes, wow. ini satu kerja yang yang but the VIP know who I am. Ah, hmm. uh, itu satu masalah. Bila, <laughs> okay. Uh, while I was working, sekali tiba-tiba in the year 2008 eh, sekali my stam tu rasa macam jarum apa macam cucuk jarum hmm. macam itu tau. Hmm. Eh pun tak tahu apa. Then I went to uh, polyclinic. They said there's some infection on the skin. Hmm. Uh, then I went to uh, SGH. And this doctor, late Dr. Wong Yusi, he says there's a skin infection. Mm. Uh, I say, why? Why cause this skin infection? Oh, because of my stubbornness. Why? See, I've been wearing prosthetic leg satu hari per day. I'm wearing my one day. I'm wearing my prosthetic leg more than 12 hours. Oh, you shouldn't. Do you that. shouldn't. Mm. You should be rest and so on. So, I degil. Karena mm. I pakai pasal I work. I nak buat duit, I nak, I want to work, I want to feed my family. Hmm. So, I have to wear that prosthetic leg. Kadang-kadang, um, cuaca kat Singapore dengan di negeri barat lain, eh, hmm. cuaca kat Singapore, humidity, hmm. panas. Tapi tak ada air masuk dalam dalam room dia. Hmm. So, I pakai tu. Jadi, tu yang buat I punya skin infection. And doctor told me that they need to amputate 5 inch. Wow. Bila I terdengar itu, in August 2008, My life change. Some things happen to me. Mm. Tak tahu macam mana. I was totally negatively hopeless. I nak bunuh diri. Mm. Tak fikir pasal family. Family tak fikir pasal Allah semua tak fikir. Mm. Tiba-tiba tau. And I said, Oh mungkin dalam keadaan macam gini tak apa. How I'm going to feed the case? First question is macam mana I nak feed my family mm. and so on. But in December 2008, I pergi hospital. Then they amputated five inch of the stump. Then I sit in the in the in the bed for uh, one day. At least screaming me are uh, all are people who are hopeless. They scream themselves. Don't pakai eh. Bermalam pasal kaki dah potong kan. Don't pakai. Don't cakap. Yang ada cakap nak bunuh diri. Yang ada sedih. And so, it was totally affected me. Mm-hmm. And this doctor late. Dr. Wong Yusi suruh saya balik. Mm. Ah, lepas amputation dia suruh saya balik. Duduk kat rumah. So my wife engaged a helper. Who helps me and so on. So I duduk kat, duduk kat kerusi roda. Macam kerusi roda. Macam 
macam manja sangat macam orang datang nak kena makan nak kena feed on this thing tu I macam tak pernah all this thing kan yeah. then suddenly I went to the YouTube I nak cari YouTube sebenarnya to end my life mm. so, tapi kuasa Allah ni I terjumpa seorang um, orang uh, how to say South African okay nama dia Pistorius Oscar Pistorius mm. and I tengok dia tak ada dua kaki mm. dia berlari dia sprint mm. So that immediately open up my mind Cakap Kenapa I tak nak jadi macam dia hmm. Kenapa I waste my life all the way Until I found this hmm. Pasal I dulu kerja I tak suka pakai komputer I tak tahu tentang anything about 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 Technology and so on Ni first time I tak nampak Because, because you were stuck at home right? Yes yeah. Was stuck at so home Pergi kerja Balik kerja Pergi kerja balik kerja Tak fikir makan banyak hmm. gitu lah Baru tu nampak ni Ini sekali my mind minda terbuka Cakap Syarif Be the Something guys I do research I cakap Wow so, so far kat Singapore Tak ada orang nama Blade Runner macam ni hmm. uh, Dalam Asia Asia pun tak ada hmm. And I started in March uh, This is the period of March In the year 2009 hmm. I pakai uh, Kaki yang lama tu Kaki prostatik tu I tak ada duit Jadi jadi saya cakap macam mana lepas kena potong ni macam mana nak pasang eh tak apa saya taruh saya taruh uh, apa apa nama dia cotton bud eh saya mm-hmm. taruh saya pergi kat Yishun Stadium saya try saya try dengan lari adalah terdarah-darah semua terkeluar pasal masa stretches eh kenyunya bising kenyunya pekit saya cakap apa tu tu <laughs> more stress tu my diri ke apa I'm so curious yeah. then I lepas my stretches been open I check in Singapore ada ke Is there any activity for disability? Oh, rupanya ada lah. Hmm. Wasted all the while lah. Hmm. Okay. Then I went to as Singapore Disability Sport Concert. I become an athlete. Hmm. Uh, I jadi thrower. Tapi I tak nak thrower. I nak lari. Hmm. Tak apa. Thrower-thrower. I dapat gold medal kat Singapore punya competition. I dapat lah gold medal lah. Individual nice. category. Then I try to do run. I pun dapat. But I want further. Hmm. So further started in... In uh, somewhere around around uh, May 2009, I was approached by this company, uh, the North Face. They were sponsor me. I know, I know uh, North Face. Yeah. Uh, Alhamdulillah, they were sponsor me, and I participated my first uh, half marathon. Mm. Uh, then after that, I participated the Standard Chartered Singapore Marathon in 2009. Then after that, eh, sebelum go Standard Chartered Marathon, my first international race in in Penang. Mm. Uh, so I went there Alhamdulillah to 2009 And I, in 2010 I qualified for the Boston uh, 2012 I went to Boston Marathon nice. uh, And um, I went to uh, I nak panjat Gunung Everest Tapi kerana duit tak ada so Dia punya I, impian ni pun kecil-kecil uh, eh, Memang besar-besar <laughs> Impian tu besar-besar tu Okay So 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 uh, Tapi memang betul Impian memang besar Yeah Haa uh, So, let me tell you, impian hmm. memang besar. Jadi, I nak pajak gunung Everest. Tapi Everest tak boleh. Doktor cakap susah banyak. Kena pakai kewangan, kena support and so on. So, I lari the Tenzing and Everest Marathon to celebrate our country 50th anniversary. Hmm. Then, macam mana Allah bukakan pintu rezeki, I pergi uh, FWD no, uh, Insurance hmm. invited me to participate the North Pole Marathon, Kutub Utara. Terus. Hmm. To India was in the year 2018. Hmm. I was uh, Kutub Utara. Macam mana Kutub Utara eh? Hmm. I Google, oh rupanya Kutub Utara tu salji yang atletik media. 
it was minus 35 degree when I was there <laughs> and I completed my half marathon mm. uh, jadi orang uh, uh, Islam pertama mm. uh, then uh, Boston orang orang uh, orang OKU Islam pertama mm. and um, and so far I've completed 29 marathons then 5 ultra marathon what is ultra marathon ultra marathon is anything above 50 km Whoa. So the longest I pernah lari is 101 kilometer. Masya-Allah. Ah uh, mengambil masa dalam 32 jam. Ah uh, then I I I participate the 74 kilometer 50 kilometer. Yeah. It's unbelievable man. I mean kita yang ada kaki pun. <laughs> you know we we take it for granted. We don't push ourselves. I think you teach us a lot of things, you know. You teach us not only about how to overcome setbacks, but you teach us that kita punya whatever that kita rasa diri kita ni limited kita, ah aku tak boleh buat lah susah and difficult sebenarnya we can always challenge yes, everything yes we can always stretch ourselves correct um, so ah oh man now i feel like i need to you know join a marathon soon you know i uh, always uh, uh, during my i i invited by school corporates and organization mm-hmm. i always share with five positive attitudes sure can you okay, share with five us? positive attitude during my speech eh, mm-hmm. is dream Hmm. Everybody has their own dream. Whether disabled or not, you have your own dream. Determination, hmm. resilience, hmm. envision, attitude, mission. Hmm. Put that dream in you. Okay. Then we talk about dream, determination, determination is determination of how your life like you. You have uh, start. You have um, how to say amazing life that you have gone through. Uh, you get inspired by your grandparents and so hmm. on, right? Hmm. And after that. You do not want to putus asa. You went to study, went to uh, belajar until you went to Muizai. Ah, mm. uh, then then until now, Alhamdulillah, the determination in mm. you. Then the DR, the resilience that you gone through that period of time. Why not challenge? Because sometimes my I believe that my people telling you, oh, start tak boleh lah ni tak boleh kan jadi lah. You yeah, takkan yeah. they would drop yeah. you down, mm-hmm. but you are a fighter in you. You accept the challenge and you go for your resilience. Mm. Of course, dalam perjalanan dia, before that, you have your ambition. You dah siapkan you punya intention. Mm. Dalam masa lima tahun, apa yang nak jadi? Dalam mm. masa sepuluh tahun, apa yang nak jadi? Mm. Alhamdulillah, in the year, today is 2022. Mm. You have, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. how many years the, the, the program you said? Uh, I mean, I mean, the the company dah lama, dah 13 tahun. Tiga, so today is 13 tahun. Next month. Next month. month mm. Alhamdulillah, the ambition you put and so on. So, D-R-E, the attitude, the attitude in you, mm. uh, your your self-discipline and so on. Then finally, I believe that you got your mission. Mm. Lagi dalam lagi setahun, lagi lima tahun, lagi sepuluh tahun, you have a dream but you don't want to tell people. Mm. That's the dream in you. I, I baru dapat motivational talk from Ajay Shari. <laughs> Selalu <laughs> I kasih talk so hari ni I dapat personal punya lagi. Special. Power. Thank you so much. It means it means so much to me. Um, Ajay Shari. Um, if, if I can ask, right, um, you are now 53. You've done all of these amazing things. You are a motivational speaker. When you look ahead in life into the future, um, what are your next goals? What's next for you? If I may ask that. In general lah. Okay, okay. Yeah. in general, when you talk about Islam, yeah, mm. my next goal, I wish, I dream, I always ask for Allah for one thing. I nak pergi umrah. 
Okay. Of course, I nak pergi haji. Mm. But haji, of course, I ready, dah register. Mm. Tapi belum lagi banyak challenge and I'm on. And I nak pergi umrah tahun ini. Ah, I doakan supaya you dikabulkan. Yeah. Doa ke insyaAllah. Alamin, terima kasih. Mm. So that is one of the my biggest dream in Islam. Mm-hmm. But of course, when you talk about other dream, of course, there are a lot other dreams. I, 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 I'm going back to my marathons. Mm-hmm. And I want to do as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Selagi mampu, Because I believe it's a ibadah. Mm-hmm. When you talk about ibadah, ada macam-macam ibadah. True. Okay. Tapi lari maraton pun satu ibadah. Bila kita berlari, kita akan memberikan motivasi pada yang lain. Mm-hmm. Mungkin dekat luar sana, kita ada orang yang berkurang upaya mm-hmm. ataupun orang yang dalam keadaan uh, how to say depression mungkin and so on nak berputus asa berputus mungkin. asa rider dia orang nak putus asa dia fikir eh alamat ternampak di bilik mana mm-hmm. I mean just, just betul, a sharing betul. so yeah so yeah. this is something good and now alhamdulillah I something bless eh Allah bless kan I dah campur dengan tim asatizah yeah yeah ah dengan ustaz ulum so, dengan ustaz raja So so together dengan dengan tim Masatiza ni kita pergi bawa ustaz-ustaz lah ustazah semua. Dia hmm. kan selalu kan pergi masjid dia orang kena pergi ceramah, hmm. dia orang tak ada exercise semua eh. So kali ni kita bawa dia orang buat tabata. Hmm. Ah so tabata straight strong dia is something amazing lah. Hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Hmm. Saya pun dulu ada join satu program Asatiza Sehat program di ah. where we met every week to exercise lah. I I think Ustaz Ulum was there. Oh, okay. Yeah for a while. So uh, memang saya rasa Asatiza pun perlukan ya uh, dorongan daripada yes. orang-orang yang <laughs> boleh bantu kita. <laughs> Sebab kita pun sibuk kesibukan kita ni pun uh, luar biasa sikit lain daripada yang lain. Yes. Um, and teman-teman yang kerja dekat masjid selalu komplain lah. Kita ni selalu naik badan, naik berat sebab kita hari-hari makan biryani. Hari-hari orang uh, hantar. Betul. <laughs> <laughs> But I think at the end of the day, it's about living healthy and staying fit. Uh, we have a whole future badan ni pun amanah kan yes. uh, kita kena jaga dengan baik and also family lah yeah. Yeah, kita yang dah ber- berumah tangga yang ada anak-anak I'm sure we want to live long to be able to see our children grow correct. up yeah? tapi um, am I say, correct to say uh, walaupun dalam keadaan macam gini Asatiza tak kira lah Asatiza dengan kaum muslim muslimat around the world and so on walaupun dalam keadaan challenge exercise is very important eh? yeah, Yalah, pasal dia pun satu amalan uh-huh. jadi bila kita stay aktif kita boleh buat yang lain instead ya, of kalau kita tak sihat semayang macam mana ah, semayang macam mana betul juga tenaga dan Correct. sebagainya yeah. so we need it definitely um, maybe one last question kalau saya boleh tanya maybe about your family lah uh-huh. like you know how was it like growing up as a parent uh, with your condition uh, ada anak-anak was it difficult parenting like mungkin you dapat rasakan yang maybe anak you rasa macam eh my father is different or were they always proud of you uh, how did your family support you your wife um, you know what keeps you going can you share some of those okay. things okay yeah. uh, at first yes when i was uh, bila dapat anak eh pertama kali when they grown up bila dia orang kat primary school secondary school eh tanya dia satu soalan to three of my children eh cakap dengan dia dia tak malu ke apa dia ayah you I tak ada kaki mm. and so on. <laughs> Sometimes I will feel macam nak tears and so on. Mm. And dia cakap tak adalah. Ayah lari sini, lari sana. Mm. Tak tahu duduk rumah. <laughs> It's something whenever dia pergi sekolah, kawan akan ceritakan, eh tu ayah kau. Sampai dia orang dah, 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 dah fed up. As mm. Pergi mana? As, ini ayah you, ayah itu. Yeah. Same goes to my wife also. Mm. Alhamdulillah. But of course there are 
outside world mm-hmm. yang tak happy and mm-hmm. so on so they put that thing aside mm-hmm. so what they are blessed don't don't bersyukur that uh, i got three children i got uh, two son-in-law i got a beautiful wife don't support mm-hmm. to support my journey and so on but of course nasihat orang ialah lari-lari tapi jangan lupa ibadah mm-hmm. uh, must be equal and so on mm-hmm. uh, kadang-kadang Uh, this is the thing that of of course ah kita ada some bad in negative people from outside but kita move on so on mm. alhamdulillah my family are very blessed alhamdulillah alhamdulillah it's beautiful so i i i mean sharif i i pray for you and your family semoga you terus diberikan kesihatan you know umur yang diberkati and i i ask that allah grant you the opportunity to do umrah insyaallah insyaallah saya pun ada niat nak pergi so doakan saya jugalah tahun ni insyaallah okey So um thank you so much for being here for spending time. I really believe that your story is very inspiring. Um and you know hopefully one day doakan saya boleh lari marathon jugaklah. Saya pun nak lari marathon juga. Eh hey, insyaallah <laughs> you will do your marathon insyaallah. Yes, thank you so much. So thank you everybody for tuning in to today's episode. Um I hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Uh, there's so much for us to take away. Many gems, many nuggets of advice. Um and hopefully we can all Uh, dream bigger dreams like what Mr. Sharif encouraged us to do and make ourselves our family proud and continue to live our lives with full of amana as how Allah has given us this opportunity to live in this world with this body that has given us uh, and to to do what's right inshallah alright so thank you so much for tuning in till the next episode on the Mizi White Podcast take care stay awesome Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh Assalamualaikum